Hello, I'm Meredith Harper. Welcome to Ukulele is the New Black, a podcast where I talk to ukulele players to find out why they play ukulele, what they love about it, and how it's changed their lives. I've talked to ukulele players all over the world, but it's nice to talk to someone from back home, in Canberra, where I live. Originally from Taiwan, Kim Yang moved here around 10 years ago, where she discovered the joy of music and, of course, ukulele. Kim is now a full-time musician and songwriter who's about to release her new EP, Brave. We had a chat a few weeks ago about her musical journey. Yeah, it's the new black... Ukulele player, introduce yourself. Well, my name is Kim Yang and uh, I've been playing music for, I guess, quite a while since I was little. I was a singer, but um, when I actually play music, play the instrument is when I was probably in high school. Um, I picked up a flute and took a couple of flute lessons. But to be honest, my family can't afford music lessons, so I didn't get to learn more. Jeez. Uh, uh, yeah, and then back in uh, university, I took a couple of guitar lessons, but I found it too hard. Anyway, so I gave up, and now I just kind of uh, started playing instruments again, and ukulele was sort of the first instrument that I pick up since u- university. So, uh, <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> So um, ukulele then, so was it just, you just happened to have one lying about or you decided it would be a good one to do? It was just luck? Yeah, it, I just decided that would be the good instrument to pick up rather than stick with guitar and feel frustrated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. And it's such a happy instrument, so uh, it just makes me happy when I play it and just, I'm sure people love the sound of it, so... I started busking with a ukulele. Oh, nice. So just around Canberra. Yeah. And actually, I, I should say to our listeners, so you are actually in Canberra, as am, yeah. as am I. And I was really hoping when we originally talked about this interview that we would be in the same room, but of course, lockdown has happened. <laughs> so we're not, which is a real yeah. shame. Um, so yeah, so you just, so you actually always from Canberra? You're born here? No, no, I'm originally from Taiwan. Okay. So I came to Canberra about nine or ten years ago um, for love, I would say. Uh, <laughs> my partner, he was from Canberra, or well, he's from Canberra, and uh, we actually met in, over in Taiwan um, and did a couple of years of long-distance relationship. Ooh, it's hard. I was like, can you, can you please come and, you know, maybe there's something you can explore here in Australia. So I was like, yeah. Uh, so I left my first job after university so I came here quite when I was like 20 23 24 so yeah so I kind of not yeah I kind of just gave up what I had in Taiwan and came over here and started a new life sort of wow (laughs) yeah yeah so um yeah it's been it's been good like I get to rediscover my love of music and Mm. 
And then I also just left my day job in December. So oh, that's a big I became step. Full time, yeah. So I became a full time musician since December. Wow. And yeah, it's a bit challenging, but I'm always trying to make things work. So make it sustainable for me as a full time musician. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so the ukulele happened after you returned after you moved to Australia. Yes, definitely. Um, I guess at the time I was sort of frustrated with my life. I didn't really like my job at the time, and and I knew I always loved music. I always have music in my in my life, but um, but I never really wrote any songs for myself. So I sort of um, had this urge that I need to get out there and talk to people um, otherwise my office job was a bit boring for me <laughs> I didn't get to you know express myself with my job so so yeah I picked up a ukulele because I thought again that's something I could handle um, and such a beautiful instrument and there's a lot of classic tunes I can play for people people can sing along so I became a busker nice. <laughs> back in 2017 um, and I just use my ukulele and busk around Canberra because we don't need license here in Canberra, which is no, pretty good. It is a wonderful thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So people obviously um, reacted well then to your, your busking. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I sing a lot of sort of classic covers um, to start it with and then I slowly started to write songs and I thought, I will just carry two instruments later, like a year later. So I have guitar and ukulele. Oh, so you, you instruments you, with me. So you did actually um, upgrade. I went back to guitar. <laughs> <laughs> when I say upgrade, I, I mean to... as in more strings. I don't mean as in better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like a ukulele is is you know such a happy instrument. It's such a lovely sounded instrument, and I think it's definitely possible for for people to to love music from learning it. You know. So yeah, I I also have ukulele students right now and I always tell them how lovely it is and then how they can really love music from learning ukulele. So yeah, I always encourage people to to learn ukulele to start with. Sort of a first step <laughs> yeah. before you want to move on to anything bigger. But yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> so at what point did you stop just busking and move on to do, you know, as you say now, a professional musician, that's quite a, mm. that's quite a, a journey from busking yeah. to professional. Yeah, so I guess since I started busking, I started to have some clients. People actually invited me over to their house and have some private concerts. And wow. Yeah, yeah, and also um, some events. So I kind of slowly building my reputation or you know my my name from busking um for the first year or so and again I wasn't really a fan of uh, working in an office <laughs> um I was also working in a university so um it's sort of kind of dull sometimes for me so yeah I slowly since like getting more and more clients um, from doing those private shows, I thought it can be sustainable for me to to do music full time and 
And also I started to write songs a few years after I started basking and because I have a lot of life stories that I really want to tell mm. people about. Uh, look, I, I keep it really short and simple because I have a lot of things I can say. Oh, look, we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I guess, because I came to Australia as an adult and there's a lot of things that I feel like I never really expressed myself properly when I was back in Taiwan or or a lot of, a lot of life experience that I had. I was never... I just never really feel like sharing because I was quite a shy person. But since I turned, since I turned like mid-20s, I feel like, oh, you know, my life is actually pretty interesting. <laughs> I got to write songs about them. And, and yeah, so I started to pick up some original shows and I um, performed with other musicians in town as well um, and started releasing music. Yeah, and... It has been great. Like um, I can express myself so well in music and work with other musicians to 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 make the song more more interesting as well. Um, do some collaboration with people and on YouTube as well. So I have a lot of things going on in my music world, <laughs> and it's been quite fulfilling that um, I'm not those I'm not one of those um, shy girl you know, who, who doesn't talk about their life anymore. Yeah, so, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that is part of maturity, I think, really. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So how did you find the songwriting process? Mm, it's not... Every time is different. Every time I write songs is very different. I think I would... Sometimes I would start writing... It's kind of like writing a journal, like you would write things that you encountered recently and and I'll just noodle on my guitar or ukulele and trying to find a riff or or just play chords really any chord progressions I like and I can sort of improvise the melody on top of it while I'm staring at my lyrics and then trying to make it work <laughs> <laughs> so it can take a long time to to smooth out the whole singing part of this the songwriting process and I would test it out in front of people I said hey what do you think <laughs> does it make sense to you uh, normally my husband is the one who who listened to my rubbish and <laughs> he's like oh I think you should fix this bit <laughs> that's that's his job yeah <laughs> yeah that's his job he's the roadie but also uh yeah he's my yeah I always test things on him so <laughs> yeah so the songwriting can be very, um, and sometimes I would just, yeah, I would just noodle on instruments first and then started to think, oh, what does it sound like? <laughs> what can I sing about? So, yeah, it's all very fluid in the whole process. It's not, it's not easy. I, I still struggle to write songs sometimes. I'm, I'm glad you say that because I don't find it easy either. <laughs> <laughs> it's never easy. It's no. never easy. <laughs> I always imagine I'm going to have some, you know, great revelation and it's just going to pour out of me. Um, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it's, it's, it's hard for anyone really. I guess you have to find, somehow find a... Um, you have to limit yourself. You can't just try to think so many things. Maybe you should give yourself a just a little target. Say, oh, I want to write songs in, say, a time signature. 
maybe give yourself a little a guidelines. So maybe say, I want to do a 6-8 song. I want to have this song is about, I don't know, maybe... Uh, or just like pick words from newspapers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have to limit yourself, um, limit the guidelines rather than thinking about what you should write about. I think that that will help to start writing a song. Pick a focus. Yes, definitely a focus. <laughs> well, um, so you have a ukulele there you can play something on for me. Yes, Tell, show me what ukulele yeah. you have. Um, I have a eight-string ukulele. Oh, nice. It's double string. Yep. So, um, um, yeah, it's, it's very, um, I don't know, I, I guess when I started playing ukulele, I had the four-string uke, and um, I thought there's something missing. Maybe the bottom, bottom end of the... Um, instrument was a bit missing so I was looking around and I found this eight string ukulele and it sounded really it's kind of like a chorusy effect when you play it but you're not really putting any efforts into the sound effects yep. <laughs> it does the job and it is so shiny I can almost see myself in it well obviously I can't because I'm not in the <laughs> yes. room with you but <laughs> yeah so um and I can't see what kind it is what brand it is um it's Carl, Okay. Yep. Nice. Um, yeah. So it's a very nice ukulele. I enjoy playing it. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, how about you play it for me now? Yeah, sure. I think I'll just play um, a song of mine. Yes, that'd be great. It's called, it's called Wake Me Up. Thank you. 
beautiful. That's lovely. You have such a lovely ethereal voice. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's very pretty. Thank you. And it does, it's a, it's a great ukulele, you're right. You do get that fullness out of it, don't you, from the double strings? Mm. Yeah. Yes, yes, very special. <laughs> so tell me a little about teaching then. So how long have you been, you said you had students, how long have you been doing that? Mm. Um, I think since end of 2019. That was a good time to start. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) And I didn't really advertise myself as a music teacher because I've always been a self-taught musician, so I kind of feel guilty for saying that. (laughs) (laughs) But then because I guess people saw me perform on the streets or on stage and and yeah, my first student was just one of my clients, well, the client's son. Um, and he's like, oh, do you want to teach my son? He's really interested in music. And um, and I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and I, I was really lucky because his son is really talented. So I'm like... So you didn't have to work too hard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, okay, so he knows all the chords already. So all I did was like teaching songs that he really wants and really wants to learn and make it, you know, a ukulele version um, and make it more him rather than trying to learn the same original version Mm. of each song. So um, so I do enjoy teaching people to to be themselves in music because that's how I started. I can't, you know, copy every successful artist so I gotta make it my own right so so yeah so it has been a really fulfilling job to um to teach students to be themselves and nice so yeah and that's it's a good philosophy it's one that which I don't I guess what I've talked talked a lot of people who teach and hmm. I'm look, not saying none of them do that but no one has ever actually said that that's one of their part of their aim is to teach people to be themselves and I think that's really really important because you know <laughs> everyone can kind of do a, a cover and make it and I, I'm I'm guilty very much guilty of that if there's a song I know really well I find it mm-hmm. so hard to sing it differently because it's so stuck in my head the way I've heard it but when you do break out of that and make Mm. it your own it's so much more satisfying isn't it yeah yeah because you express yourself in in your own way even though it's someone else's song but you interpret it in in your own way so so yeah I think that that really connect with people if you can do do it your own way yes so that's right be a good performer in that sort of in, in your own interpretation so yeah so how many students do you have now um look i they just come and go so currently i only have two so yeah i i don't teach that often so just when <laughs> it pops up and you'll you'll take someone on yeah. yeah 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 maybe i should really take it seriously and then you know really advertise myself well something <laughs> properly. I, I have found in canberra people are say to me you know where can i learn ukulele and i only have you know a few know a few people who do it in canberra so mm. yeah mm. i think there's definitely a, a market for it if you wanted to right. put your name out there yeah yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. have re- been releasing some music recently, I believe. Yes, yes. I started releasing music when I when it was yeah in twenty nineteen, and um, yeah, it's it's been a fun journey. I really enjoy acoustic music, so my first EP was just all acoustic, and the song I just played is called "Wake Me Up." Um, that was also in the EP and then 
now I'm also releasing another EP, my second EP, and I got a grant from Arts ACT, so I was able to um, pay other session musicians to to play on the track for me. I, I still I still play ukulele on my tracks, but um, I just need other people to play piano. Yeah, you need to fill it out. Cello. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so it has been a really fun journey from going to completely acoustic to to a, like a fully produced a product. So yeah, so it has been really fun. Um, and the EP uh, I'm releasing is called Brave. I, I mostly write songs about my experience, my life experiences, just because I feel like I need to tell people about my yeah. story. And, <laughs> and they say, don't they, write about what you know? Yeah, yeah, write about what I know. And also, I also pick songs that resonate with people. It's not just being selfish. It's not just about me. It has to be something that people resonate with. So, for example, I wrote a song called Garden of Eden. It was my, it was about my experience down in a bushfire in early 2020. I was stuck in Eden. And apparently a lot of people heard news about Eden during the bushfire season. So I thought that's something I really want to share with people because I saw a lot of devastating people at the time and I was I was pretty traumatic at the time. <laughs> it's traumatized. So uh, I thought writing the song will help me will help me with my mental health, <laughs> but also uh, telling people that you know there's still actually people who need help at the moment, um, and we can't just let COVID get I don't know like get get frustrated by COVID because we actually have other things that we also need to pay attention to. For example, like climate change, or, or uh, like the victims from the bushfires, they 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 are forgotten at the moment. So, so yeah, I, yeah, I think that's my mission. I want to write songs to remind people what's been happening, but also um, tell them to express themselves uh, from the music that I write. So, so it's been. My journey. <laughs> <laughs> and so speaking of COVID, how, how did you cope, um, particularly last year when we had a, a lot of lockdown? So I guess you weren't doing concerts in people's homes. Mm, I did a lot of online concerts, actually, uh, on YouTube because I have a YouTube channel and I have some some loyal followers. So <laughs> I think that's how I can connect with my fans. Um, so I just did online concerts on um, YouTube um, but also on Facebook as well. I, I sort of just jump on different platforms and do live concerts from there. But since the last lockdown, I was busy producing this EP anyway, so I got pretty lucky just to work on an EP. But yeah, this this time will be a bit different. I'm sort of trying to figure out what I should really do um, during this time. I guess so far I've been doing a lot of admin work. <laughs> um, I guess for a lot of people... Who don't know about music that much it's actually a lot of musicians just do a lot of admin work it's yeah you it's don't think about that 80 percent of your work yeah 80 percent of your work is literally admin so um, give me an example yes so i'm since i'm releasing music in about a week's time <laughs> um i've been doing a lot of marketing strategies and 
social media strategies and trying to plan all these release uh, plans. So <laughs> it can take a quite a long time to, to sort it out. I mean, that's why people do marketing as a living, right? Yep. That's some people's full-time job. But as a self-managed artist, I have to do it all myself since I have no manager. I have no... I don't have a big team behind me um, and I can't afford them anyway. So, so basically marketing, self-promotion <laughs> and, and also talking to clients because I also do wedding shows, wedding gigs. Mm. Um, so it has been a really hectic time because a lot of weddings can't be, can't be continued. So I do have to keep working with my clients and then trying to figure out how we can move this forward if COVID is still happening. So, um, so I do care about my clients. I I do customer service a lot. <laughs> so, so yeah, a lot of admin. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean there will be income or anything like that because it's uh, my main income is basically performances. So, um, so it has been a bit rough, but I'm trying to keep my head up and trying to create more music at this time well hopefully the release of the ep will will help that yes definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and that's in a, coming out in a week you said uh it's coming out on the 10th of september okay. so i guess just a bit under two weeks time yeah. from now yeah so that should be pretty soon after this episode comes out yeah not far mm. so i'll certainly nice. um, put something in the show notes so people know where to find that yeah, that'd be great. Okay, no worries. Um, all right, do you have another song for me? Um, yes, I have another another original song. It's called The Bath Song. I wrote in a bath. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, I sort of write, wrote this in a bath. Um, but it's about um, enjoying the moment and not to get distracted by what's happening around our society and around our yeah our lives so so i uh yeah you know you know what it means <laughs> when i play it so um i 
to that (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's fun to play (laughs) and yeah good contrast to the other one a bit more cheery yeah Mm. yes (laughs) they're both great though all right then well time for my last question which is how has ukulele changed your life well um i would say it's definitely possible to love music from learning ukulele uh, since it's such a lovely sounded instrument and it only has four strings so so it's very possible to to handle it if anyone has encountered any difficulties with other instruments so yeah i think everyone it just brings smiles to everyone when you play uh, ukulele and yeah it's very approachable and and i love it <laughs> wonderful well kim it's been so good to talk to you today Thank you so much for being on the show and all the best. Ukulele is the New Black is produced by me, Meredith Harper. I wrote the theme tune and I performed it with Janine Chandler, Jim Croft, Jasmine Fellows, Paul Marsh, Sandra Shaw and Chris Williams. Seb Carrero does the graphic design. For more information about Kim, go to kimyangmusic.com. Also, please don't forget to send me suggestions for people you'd like me to interview on the show before it's too late. Only a few months left. If you want more information about any of the things mentioned in today's episode, there are links in the show notes. You can also go to the Ukulele is the New Black YouTube channel for a playlist with songs relating to today's episode. Ukulele is the new black.
enjoyed this podcast, please give it a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, and tell your friends. Episodes are released every second Monday, and you can subscribe pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. I'll be back with another episode in two weeks. Because it's the new